Rise and shine, Blitzers. We have a loaded blitz for you this morning after a busy day yesterday. To start, the NBA unveiled a new wrinkle for the 2023 All-Star Game, and we'll get you caught up on everything you need to know, plus which players lead the league in votes. On the ice, Chris Letang tugged at the heartstrings of hockey fans with a surreal return following the death of his father. We also had some marquee matchups and college hoops, more ludicrous stat lines posted by Nikola Jokic and LeBron James, and last but not least, the Australian Open quarterfinals wrapped up in Melbourne, and I just can't wait to tell you all about it. So let's get right into our WTF stat. The Nuggets are 15-0 this season when Nikola Jokic has a triple-double. And yeah, for those counting at home, that's 15 triple-doubles this year for the big Cerrito. The guy's good at basketball. Diving right into our daily headlines, Alabama offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien is returning to the Patriots as the team's O coordinator. O'Brien spent the last two seasons at Alabama and was the Patriots OC last in 2011. 49ers defensive lineman Charles Omanihu was arrested on Monday on suspicion of misdemeanor domestic violence. Omanihu has appeared in every game this season for the Niners. Kevin Durant is out at least two more weeks as he continues to recover from a sprained MCL, but is eyeing a return before the All-Star break. Katie is, quote, progressing well and as, as expected, according to team doctors. Pelican Zion Williamson is out at least two more weeks with a right hamstring injury, and New Orleans is just 3-8 and eight in his absence. The McDonald's All-American Game rosters were announced yesterday, headlined by Bronny James and four Kentucky signees. Lastly, former third baseman Scott Rowland, a seven-time All-Star, has been elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame, and none of the other 27 players listed to the 2023 Hall of Fame ballot cleared the 75% minimum. Oh, would you look at the time. It's trivia time. Before Brock Purdy and the 49ers advanced to the NFC Championship last weekend, who was the last rookie quarterback to bring his team to a conference title game? Was it A, Joe Flacco, B, Colin Kaepernick, C, Mark Sanchez, or D, Blake Bortles? As always, come back at the end of the recording to find out your answer. Moving right into our main NBA segment, and here's what you need to know about the 2023 NBA All-Star Game. First, it will be played on Sunday, February 19th in Salt Lake City, and yesterday the league announced a new twist. Nobody will know the team rosters until right before tip-off, not even the players. There will be 24 All-Stars, 12 from each conference. The 10 starters are determined by a vote amongst fans, 50% of the vote, current players, 25% of the vote, and media, the other 25%. Fan voting ran from December 20th to January 21st. The top three frontcourt players and top two guards in each conference will be designated as starters with the leading overall vote-getters from each conference serving as captains, who will draft their teams, regardless of conference, in a live, televised pregame segment shortly before the game. The captains and starters will actually be announced tomorrow. The other 14 reserves are selected by 30 NBA head coaches, voting for two guards, three front court players, and two players at any position in their respective conferences. No reserve can be selected in the captain's draft before the 10 designated starters, ensuring that there are five starters from each team. So here are the current starters as it stands and the next couple top vote getters by position group in the third, not final, fan voting returns. Make sure to check out the written version of the Blitz for a more robust list of the current vote getters by position. So getting into it, our Eastern Conference starters currently are first Giannis Antetokounmpo from Milwaukee with 6 million, followed by Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, Kyrie Irving, and Donovan Mitchell. Right behind them, uh, but that aren't current starters, in the front court, we have Joel Embiid. 
right behind Jason Tatum. And the guards are Jalen Brown, James Harden, and Trey Young, all right on the cusp. Your Western Conference starter, starters are LeBron James from the LA Lakers with $6.5 million, followed by Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic, and Anthony Davis. Our other top vote-getters who aren't current starters in the front court on the West, we have Zion Williamson and Andrew Wiggins, as well as the guards, John Morant and Shea Gilgis-Alexander. And thank you to today's sponsor, Babbel. Learn how to speak a new language like a local with Babbel. Whether you're embarking on a trip soon or have had ambitions of learning a new language for years, odds are you want to start speaking it confidently sooner rather than later. Turn to Babbel, the top language learning app that helps users start speaking a new tongue in just three weeks. That's because Babbel goes far beyond just vocabulary. It's about preparing to have real life exchanges with locals through lessons built by expert language instructors, not AI. Take up to 55% off when you start your language learning journey today by clicking the link in the description of this episode. And now looking at our scoreboard from around the world of sports, starting with our NHL top games. The Pittsburgh Penguins beat the Florida Panthers 7-6 in overtime. First, it was a stroke in December. Then it was a lower body injury and the death of his father. But Chris Letang had two goals and two assists in his return to Pittsburgh's lineup including a goal with 54 seconds left in OT to give the Pens an inspiring dub. And yes, this is why we love sports. The New Jersey Devils beat the Vegas Golden Knights 3-2 in overtime. Jack Hughes set up Dougie Hamilton's OT winner with a downright preposterous feat from his knees to beat William Carlson and Vegas. And don't look now, but the Devs have won six of their last seven games. Uh Uh-oh. The Boston Bruins beat the Montreal Canadiens 4-2. David Pasternak assisted on Boston's first three scores and then cashed in an empty netter as the Bees took down the Habs, improving their league-best record to an absurd 38-5-4. Oddly enough, that was their first win in Canada this year. Looking at our NBA top games, the Denver Nuggets beat the New Orleans Pelicans 99-98. Nikola Jokic has posted four straight triple-doubles and dropped in the game-winning floater with 16 seconds left. And we have to wonder... Is he on the pace for his third consecutive MVP? The Los Angeles Clippers beat the LA Lakers 133-115. to In case you didn't know, LeBron James is still very good at basketball as he put up the ridiculous stat line of 46 points on 9-for-14 from 3 with 8 rebounds and 7 assists with 0 turnovers. He most likely would have dropped 50 if head coach Darvin Ham hadn't emptied the benches with 5 minutes to play after Kawhi Leonard and the Clippers pulled away late. The New York Knicks beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 105 to 103. Julius Randle's eighth trifecta of the game gave the Knicks the lead with 2:07 left, and New York's defense strapped up Donovan Mitchell and the Cavs until the final buzzer to halt their four-game slide. In men's college basketball, our top games: number 12 Iowa State beat number five Kansas State 80 to 76. In an epic back-and-forth Big 12 battle, Jaron Holmes and the Cyclones went on a 15 to two second-half run and delivered the final blow to top. Marquis Noah and the Wildcats in Iowa. And just in case you weren't sure about it yet, the Big 12 is very, very good at basketball this year. You got to check it out. North Carolina beat Syracuse 72-68. Down 67-68 with 19 seconds left. Pete Nance intentionally missed the second of two free throws and after a scrum collected the rebound for an easy dunk as the heels got the better of the orange at the Carrier Dome. And Toledo beat Eastern Michigan 84-79. Why am I talking about this game, you ask? 
because the former number one overall high school recruit and Memphis transfer Imani Bates had 43 points and went absolutely nuts, scoring 29 straight points for EMU in the first half. But all five Toledo starters scored in double digits to damper Bates' career night. And finally, looking at our Australian Open quarterfinals in the men's singles, Tommy Paul defeated Ben Shelton in four. The 25-year-old from New Jersey outdueled fellow American Ben Shelton late last night to become the first male player from the U.S. to reach the Aussie Open semifinals since Andy Roddick did it in 2009. Number three, Stefanos Tsitsipas defeated Jerry Laheka, 6-3-7-6-6-4. The rising Czech Jerry Laheka put up a tough fight, but Tsitsipas answered the bell and then invited Australian actress Margot Robbie to a match after the win. And finally, number four, Novak Djokovic beat number five, Andrei Rublev, early this morning, 6-1-6-2-6-4, and made it look just way too easy as he waltzes into the semis. And in women's singles, number five, Ariana Sabalenka defeated Donna Vekic 6-3-6-2. The 24-year-old Belarusian Ariana Sabalenka made her fourth Grand Slam semifinal after a win in straight sets last night over an opponent who made 13 double faults. Oof. Magda Lynette defeated number 30, Carolina Piliskova 6-3-7-5. Two days after advancing to her first Grand Slam quarterfinal, unseated Magda Lynette has gone one better and upset the, the former number one, Carolina Piliskova, last night to reach the semis and looking at our on this day on january 25th 1924 the first winter olympic games opened in chamonix france initially dubbed winter sports week the 12-day program featured six sports and 16 events with 16 countries competing the first modern summer olympic games were held in 1896 and by the 1920s the summer games already featured many winter sports However, these were extremely limited by the warm weather. So before the 1924 Summer Olympics, the French Olympic Committee scheduled Winter Sports Week. 258 athletes competed in events like figure skating, speed skating, hockey, curling, and more. American Charles Dutraux won the 500-meter speed skate in the game's first event, making him the first Winter Olympic champion ever. And it's worth noting that Canada won gold in ice hockey because they had a total scoring margin of 85 to nothing. Anyway, with the success of the events in Chamonix, it was retroactively designated by the IOC as the first Olympic winter. Now you know. And now for our what to watch. As a second reminder, make sure you check out the written version of the Blitz. It's delivered right to your inbox at every single morning at 5.30 a.m. Eastern, and we'll have your full what to watch. But here's the things that I care about. First up is in the Australian Open, the women's semifinals are airing late tonight or really technically early tomorrow. First up is number 22, Elena Rybakina versus number 24, Victoria Azarenka. That's at 3.30 a.m. Eastern on ESPN2, followed closely by number 5, Ariana Sabalenka, taking on Magda Lynette at 4.45 a.m. Eastern, also on ESPN2. In the NBA, the Brooklyn Nets are at the Philadelphia 76ers. That's at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. In the NHL, we have a TNT doubleheader. The New York Rangers are at the Toronto Maple Leafs, and the Columbus Blue Jackets are at the Edmonton Oilers, and that's at 7 p.m. Eastern and 9.30 p.m. Eastern, respectively. Finally, men's college basketball, we have number 13 Xavier and number 19 UConn at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on FS1, and we also have Texas A&M at number 15 Auburn at 9 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2. And lastly, we have our trivia time answer, and it is 
C, Mark Sanchez. In the 29-2010 season, the Sanchez led the fifth-seeded Jets to the AFC Championship, making him the last rookie quarterback to advance to a conference title game. Including Purdy and Sanchez, only five rookie QBs have started in a conference championship. The others being Ravens' Joe Flacco in 2008, Steelers' Ben Roethlisberger in 2004, and Bucks' Sean King in 1999, all of whom failed to make the Super Bowl. Uh-oh, is history going to repeat itself, Mr. Purdy? We'll find out. But folks, that's what we have. That's your blitz. Have a great hump day. Finish this week strong. I'll see you back tomorrow.